What's up, you guys? Welcome to episode 107 of the Tatiana Harness podcast. Today, I am so excited to do this podcast because for the first time, I'm trying out this new microphone that I got for Christmas. I finally figured out how to work it and be able to publish it to you guys. So it's going to be really, really exciting. And um, yeah, let's just get right into it. So Obviously, you guys know I'm going to go over the rankings, the new rankings coming out that came out this week for the top 25 in NCAA women's basketball. And some of them are interesting, but um, they should be pretty exciting. And then I'm also going to be going over a couple of other like latest things that happen in the NCAA and some like the incredible and amazing games this week. But First, we'll start off with the top 25 rankings. So I hope everybody's doing well, staying healthy, and ready for a, or has had a great start to their new year. I know I have so far. So, all right, let's get to it. So at number one, we have South Carolina, who is 16 and 0. But just recently, they played a really close game with Mississippi State, which Mississippi State um, was actually ahead at the beginning of the game. But for South Carolina in this game, Aaliyah Boston played really well. She had 12 points and 15 rebounds. And Zia Cook had 16 points. Um, Camelia Cordorso had 9 points and 9 rebounds. I think the biggest reason why Mississippi State almost had the win against them was because of their shooting percentage. South Carolina only shot 30% from the field and 22% behind the arc. And Mississippi State shot the ball very well. Um, And then there was also a lot of turnover. Well, actually, there was a decent bit. They only had 14 turnovers overall. So I guess it isn't really that much. Um, But other than that, I think South Carolina is going to remain on top and continue to remain on top because then they had three games total this last week, which is a lot for a college team. Um, but they blew out Auburn 94 to 42. Oh, and I didn't say the score of the Mississippi Mississippi State game. They won 58 to 51. So it was definitely a close one. Um, but in the game against Auburn, Cadorso had a really good game. She had 16 points and five rebounds. Aliyah Boston, of course, had 13 points and nine rebounds. Um, Saxton played well. She had 12 points. And Zia Cook played well. She had 10 points. I feel like for South Carolina, they don't really have like a... Okay, I shouldn't say this because Aaliyah Boston's a really good scorer. But they don't have a main person that they rely on. Like they all can score and they all share the ball so well. And I think that's what makes them such a great team. And then um, on Monday this last week, they played against Georgia, and that ended up being um, a somewhat closer one for them. They won 68-51, to and Zia Cook went off. She had 31 points in this game, and nobody else uh, – and then everybody else that got in the game just about scored. Um, and they shot the ball very well this game, 44% from the field, 41% from the three-point line. So, overall, a great week for South Carolina, but having it be that close – against Mississippi State, um, it should be interesting because they, well, they play Kentucky, Missouri, Vanderbilt. Um, they don't play any ranked teams this month. But at the beginning of next month, they play um, UConn on the 5th, which that's going to be a game everybody's going to be tuning into, 
February 5th, UConn and South Carolina play. And then February 12th, South Carolina and LSU play. So that should be a good one, and it should be interesting to see if South Carolina remains on top. At number two, we have Stanford, who's 16-1 and and almost had a really scary upset. Um, They played against Cal University, and Stanford won this game by four, 60-56. But, man, Cal was going at them. For Stanford, Cameron Brink had an excellent game. She had 25 points and 17 rebounds. And then right behind her was Haley Jones with 12 points and 11 rebounds. And... And then it was Hannah Jump who shot the ball decently. She only had two seven points. And then after that, nobody else was really doing too much for them. So I think that's why it ended up being so close. But um, overall, Cameron Brink had herself a great game. And Cal just played excellent overall. Leilani McIntosh had 19 points. And then um, Jada Curry with nine. Martin and uh, somebody else, I can't pronounce that last name, Lutgy had eight points. Both of them had eight points each. Um, so that was a close game, which it was surprisingly closer than the ranked opponent Stanford played this last week against number 15, Arizona. The Stanford won this game 73 to 57. Um, and let's see for Stanford. Everybody actually played really well. Haley Jones had 18 points and 16 rebounds. Uh, Fran Belibi off the bench had 14 points and 10 rebounds. And then Hannah Jump had 13 points, four three-pointers. And Cameron Brink had 12 points and six rebounds. So they played well in this game. Um, Let's see. So coming up for Stanford this Friday, they play against number eight ranked UCLA. So that should be a really fun game to watch as well. And then they play against USC next, which when I get to UCLA in the USC game, that's going to be an exciting one. Then right after that, they play against number 10, Utah. So they got a tough week, week and a half ahead of them. So having it be that close against Cal kind of makes me a little nervous for them. Okay. So South Carolina was the one unranked team. Ohio State continues to be another unranked team they are ranked number three and they are i'm sorry undefeated team that's what i meant not unranked undefeated team and um so ohio state is 16 and 0 but similar to south carolina they just had a really close game with illinois um ohio state ended up winning this game 87 to 81 so they won by six points uh but illinois played a really tough game uh, for Ohio State, Taylor Mikesell had an excellent game. She had 31 points and seven three-pointers. That's insane. And then McMahon, McMahon had 22 points. And then Theory had 12 points and seven rebounds. Um, Ohio State shot the ball excellent, 42% from the field, 89, 39%, 39% from the three-point line. Dang, if it was 89%, that would be amazing. Um, but overall, I think Ohio State played a great game, and Illinois might have played their best game of the season. They hung right in there with Ohio State the entire game. And then uh, before that, Ohio State played against Minnesota, in which they won 83-71 to for Ohio State. Uh, Mike Sale had 22 points, 7 rebounds, 7 assists. Uh, how do we pronounce this? Mikula Sakova had 15 points. 
Um, R. Harris had 19 points, and McMahon had 12 points, and Theory had 7 points and 12 rebounds. So overall, great game against Minnesota. They're going to play a t- uh, Nebraska team next, which Nebraska has had multiple upsets. So we will see if they could pull off an upset against Ohio State. And then um, on the 23rd, they play against number 12, Iowa. And on the 26th, back-to-back games, just about three days apart, they play against number six, Indiana. So they got um, they got some games to look out for, for sure, the rest of this January. Okay, in the number four spot, we got UConn, who is 13-2 right now. Um, UConn played against Xavier, in which they had an excellent win. They won 73-37. to um, Dorka Juhas is back now, and she has been playing incredibly well. She had 18 points and 17 rebounds this game, but the combo between her and Aaliyah Edwards is insane. It's so awesome. Um, and the other leading scorer was Aubrey Griffin with 19 points and 9 rebounds. So, think of this. The front court of... Aubrey Griffin, Dorka Juhas, and Aaliyah Edwards. That is so insane. They are so, they work so well together. All of them can pass, all of them can shoot, all of them can finish, and they're just really smart overall. So, um, and then not even to mention in there, you got Nika Mule, who is like the assist queen. She had nine assists in this game. <clears throat> and then Lou Lopez, oh my goodness, <clears throat> Lou Lopez Senechel who is an amazing guard as well. And then you just got the entire bench. And once Azzy comes back, and, I mean, this team's going to be unstoppable. UConn has been playing really well lately. Um, They were supposed to have a game against DePaul, but that got postponed. So next they're going to be playing against St. John's, who got their first loss the other week. Um, They're 14-1 right now, but they played them on the 11th. So that should be a tough game for them, and we'll see if they – remain healthy okay at the number five spot we have lsu who is the third remaining undefeated team and they are oh shoot i skipped over it they are 16 and 0 overall they just played against kentucky and had a great win they won 67 to 48 and you already know who your leading scorer is angel reese had 26 points and 13 rebounds and flouchy johnson the rookie all the freshman, why do I say rookie? The freshman played really well. She had 26 points and 8 rebounds, so those two played really well in that game. <clears throat> For LSU, they don't have too much of a tough schedule looking ahead of them. They do play against Missouri, who is 14-3. and three. I have not watched or tracked Missouri at all, so I don't know how good they are, to be honest. Um, but I think that the game they're going to be watching out for the most is when they play... <clears throat> Arkansas on the 19th in which Arkansas is 16 and 3 which is still even though they're not ranked they're still a dangerous team okay now we're gonna go on to the number six rank is Indiana who is 14 and 1 they just play they just recently played against Northwestern in which they won 72 to 50 and um Mackenzie wait is her name Mackenzie Yes, Mackenzie Holmes had an excellent game, 24 points and 13 rebounds. And then um, Grace Berger, who is finally back, had 16 points and 5 assists. And then Sydney Parrish had 12 points and 8 rebounds. Um, 
And they did not shoot the three ball well this game. In fact, they went three from 22 from the three-point line. So they only shot the ball 13% from three. Uh, very disappointing with that. But overall, um, they ended up getting out of this game with a win. So that was good for them. Next on Thursday, this Thursday on the 12th, they're playing against number nine ranked Maryland. So I'm sure they're definitely preparing for that game, and that should be a good one to watch. That should be very back and forth and fast paced. At number seven, we have Notre Dame, who is 12 and two, who just recently lost to uh, um, North Carolina, which is why they dropped a little bit. They were ranked number four last week, um, but they just lost to North Carolina by 10 points. Um, Olivia Miles played well. She had 15 points, seven rebounds, and five assists. And then, uh, outside of that, it was Sydney Citron with 13 points. And then Lauren Abo off the bench has seven points and 19 rebounds. She was all over the boards in this game. And, um, outside of that, nobody else could really score from them. They also shot the ball really, really bad for Notre Dame. They're typically a pretty consistent shooting team. Um, but in this game, their field goal percentage was 28% and three-point percentage was 9%. So definitely not a good shooting game for them. I bet you they're probably back in the gym shooting right now as we speak, I would assume. Um, their next game is this Thursday on the 12th, and they play against Wake Forest. And I know that they're just preparing um, – well, how about this? They're trying to get back up to their number four spot instead of being number seven. Um, but overall, Notre Dame, we'll see if they can creep their way back up a little bit. At number eight, we have UCLA, who is 14-2, and two, and they were almost 13-3 and three going into today. Um, but they just played USC, in which both games against USC, right, if I remember correctly, both games against USC have been really, really close. Last time they played, they, UCLA won 59-56, to 56. This game was even closer. UCLA won 61-60, to 60, and it was, oh my goodness, so back and forth. USC was actually leading for a little bit until uh, they ended up dropping behind, but UCLA came out, big, or came out with the win. London Jones had herself a game. She had 22 points in this game coming off the bench, and outside of that, uh, it was E. Bazor who had 11 points, and then everybody else was kind of all over the place, to be honest. Uh, Charisma Osborne then had nine points and seven rebounds, and that was about it. So they definitely played a sloppy game, in my opinion, for UCLA. They're typically pretty clean, um, and that's just what USC seems to do. They seem to put a lot of pressure um, on UCLA, and when they've played them, USC seems to put a lot of pressure overall, just because I know they're crosstown rivalry, so it kind of makes sense. But overall, UCLA uh, came out with the win. Um, but the game before that, Sunday, uh, the first, I think I went over this game already, but they did lose to Oregon State by five. And um, in this game, they shut the they shut the ball really well. Oregon State just played a heck of a game. Kiki Rice had 20 points this game. Giganti had 19 points, and London Jones had 17. So overall, um, UCLA is looking pretty good right now. On Friday the 13th, there's a Friday the 13th this month. Did you guys know that? That's pretty crazy. On the first month of the year, we got a Friday the 13th. Okay, so on Friday the 13th, uh, number 8 UCLA is playing against number 2 Stanford, so that should be one heck of a game. And then right after that, they go and play against Cal, which Cal almost upset Stanford. So 
they got uh, two tough to two tough games that they're looking forward to this week. They do have a whole week to prepare for it, though. Um, I know it's only Tuesday. They don't play till Friday. So, okay. Next game or next team is number nine ranked Maryland, who is thirteen and three. They have been playing pretty consistent lately. They just recently beat Michigan State by nine, ninety four to eighty five. Maryland seems to put up a lot, like really high numbers. They always seem to have really high scoring games, and they take a lot of really good shots. So it does make sense why their games are so high scoring, but they're almost always up there. So they won ninety four to eighty five against Michigan State. Uh, Diamond Miller had 25 points and 8 rebounds. Um, and then uh, Cheyenne Sellers had 19 points, 6 rebounds, 5 assists. Overall, a great game. And then L. Briggs, coming off the bench, had 15 points and 7 rebounds. And uh, after that, Mazonius had 12 points and Abby Myers had 11. They shot the ball excellent, 54% from the field and 34 – I mean, sorry – 54% from the field and 42.9% from the three-point line. So they shot the ball really well, which is probably why they were uh, got all the way up to 94 points. And then, as I mentioned earlier, they are going to be playing on Thursday, the 12th. They're playing against number six, Indiana. I think this is going to be a really good game. And I feel like it's kind of, yes, I know people are seeing like six versus nine. But when you see like Maryland and Indiana, I kind of feel like some people will shy away and not really want to watch that game. But this one's going to be a good one. It's going to be fast-paced, fast-tempo. Um, there's definitely going to be a lot of points scored. I see this being a very high-scoring game. But that's one I'm definitely going to be tuning into. Okay, number 10, we have Utah, who is 14-1. They just had their first loss to Colorado on Friday, and they lost by 10, 77-67. For Utah, Jay Johnson was their leading scorer with 17 points. Uh, Alyssa Peely had 14 Neepkins had 13 and McQueen had 10. They shot the ball well, too. That's the thing. I didn't get to personally watch this game, but when I saw the score and seeing Utah having their first loss against Colorado, I was personally surprised. Um, but their field goal percentage was 39%, three point percentage was 38.5%. So they shot the ball well. Um, they did have a lot of turnovers, though. They had 21 turnovers. So I guess you could say it was uh, pretty sloppy from them. Uh, definitely lower scoring, but Colorado definitely showed up that game. Looking ahead, they play ASU on Friday the 13th, and then after that they have two really tough back-to-back games. On the 15th, they play against number 14-ranked Arizona, and we'll see if Arizona can get an upset against Utah. And then right after that, they play against number 2-ranked Stanford on the 20th. So they definitely got some tough games looking ahead for them. At number 11, we have NC State, who is 13-3. So for NC State, they just got a big win over Virginia. I personally thought this was going to be a way closer game. Um, but NC State won 87-62. to For NC State, everybody, everybody was scoring this game, really. But overall, Jay Boyd had 13 points. And then um, C. Hobby had 12 points. M. Collins had 12 points. And then Diamond Johnson had 10 points, and Baldwin had 10 points. Shot the ball well, 57% from the field, 38.9% from three. Um, 
And they limited the turnovers somewhere in the middle, around 16 turnovers. So you couldn't really ask for that much of a better game on shooting and maybe clean it up just a little bit offensively with the turnovers. Uh, they play Florida State on the 12th, and then right after that, they'll play on the 15th against number 22-ranked North Carolina. So two tough games looking ahead of them. For NC State, I also forgot to mention that on uh, – wait, hang on. What's today? Okay, yeah, today's the 10th. Um, on Thursday, they lost to Boston College, which is why they dropped from 10 to 11. They lost by 8 to Boston College. And first off, I couldn't believe Boston College got this win. Um, but G-Boy and Diamond Johnson have been consistent for them. But then outside of that, they need more players to be consistent. They, again, had 16 turnovers, um, shot the ball decently, again, 41% from field, and then 23% from three. So definitely that three-point percentage needs to be up a little bit. But I would just definitely say having more players being more consistent for NC State, and then they wouldn't have had that lost loss. At number 12, we have Iowa, who is 12 and 4. They just had a, an amazing win over number 14, Michigan. They won 94 to 85, and they played excellent. Caitlin Clark had 28 points. And then after that, Monica Shizano had 19 points and 8 assists. She had more assists than rebounds as a forward. That's pretty impressive. And then Warnock had 14 points. And Martin had 10 points, and everybody shot the ball well this game, 59% from the field, which you can't ask for. A, you can't really ask for a much better shooting game than that. 59% from the field and 45% from the three-point line. Um, they played excellent. They had 17 turnovers, so I want to clean that up a bit. But Iowa played excellent. Um, yeah, not much more I can say after that. But I don't understand sometimes how teams can, like, play excellent, have they can win over, like, a ranked team, but then they lose to, like, an unranked team right before that or right after that. And this, this just happened with Iowa. But the game before that, last Sunday, they uh, lost to Illinois 90-86. to And first off, Iowa always has really high-scoring games. That's just how they play. But in this game, Kaylin Clark had 32 points. She had seven three-pointers. Shizano had 24. Warnock had 17. And then after that, that was about it. But um, I'm just saying, overall, it's crazy how some teams can do that. Okay. At number 13, we have Virginia Tech, who is 13-3. Virginia Tech just lost to Miami, 77-66, to which when I, I will have to speak on Miami. Miami just had back-to-back -back wins over ranked teams, so that was pretty impressive from them. But for Virginia Tech, um, E. Kitley had 20 points and 8 rebounds. And then Gia Moore, which I've been a, a big fan of hers in watching Virginia Tech lately, um, she had 13 points and 6 assists. And then King and Trailer, yeah, Trailer had 9 points each. Um, but I would just say overall, Miami did play an excellent game. Um, I mean, Virginia Tech literally only had nine turnovers that game and they shot the ball 40% from the field and 28% from three point line. But I mean, Miami just outplayed them. I would guess I'd have to say, it seems like they played a pretty clean game overall. Um, Looking ahead at Virginia Tech's schedule, they do play against Louisville on the 12th, so that should be a fun game to watch. Okay, at number 14, we have Arizona, who is 14-2. They just played an excellent game over number 18, Oregon. 
They won 79-71. to They played a very clean basketball game as well, and they shot the ball incredibly well. And for Arizona, they aren't a three-point shooting team, but this game, they shot 50% from three, and that's something Oregon wasn't expecting, and I think that was the biggest factor on why they won this game for sure. And then they shot 40% from the field, so overall played really well. Um, everybody was really scoring, but Maddie Connor, when she came in the game, she made a huge difference, and she was one of the bigger reasons why Arizona won this game as well. She had 16 points in 16 minutes, as well as three three-pointers. And then uh, Pellington had 14 points. Lo- Jay Lovell had 13 points. Martinez had 11. Reese had 10. Everybody's points counted in this game, uh, especially since Oregon's such a great team. And they only had nine turnovers. So, like I said before, Arizona played a really clean game. They do play Colorado, which just recently had an upset um, they, over Utah. But they do play uh, Colorado on, the th- on Friday the 13th. Seems like there's a lot of good games on Friday the 13th, you guys. And then on the 15th, they play against number 10, Utah. So we'll see if they can pull off an upset right there. At number 15, we have Iowa State, who is 10-3. And and they just had a disappointing loss to Oklahoma, 82-79. Oklahoma beat them. But the biggest, the saddest news for Iowa State is Stephanie Soares. Oh, my gosh. She just got hurt, and I think, what was it? She, um, oh my gosh, what was it, what was it? Hang on, I gotta find this, guys, really fast. Um, 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 um. Stephanie Soares, she tore her ACL, and so she's out for the rest of the season, because when I was looking at the box score of this game, I'm like, why did Stephanie Soares only play two minutes of the game? I'm like, oh no, I really hope she didn't have an injury the news came out today that she tore her ACL. So that's going to be a really big loss for Iowa State. She's been playing really well for them. So they're definitely going to have to learn to play without her. Um, and that's going to be tough for them. So I could see them uh, kind of maybe potentially potentially going on a downfall. But Ashley Jones is a great player. And I could also see her keeping them up as well. So it should be interesting to see how they recover from Soros' energy, uh, injury. Um, but overall, in the game against Oklahoma, Ashley Jones had 27 points and 9 rebounds, including three three-pointers. Um, and then Donarski had 20 points. And then the forward that came off the bench to replace Soares just about had 14 points and 6 rebounds. So she definitely stepped up big, but Oklahoma just played really, really well. Oklahoma played the way Oklahoma can play. They, Iowa State plays against Kansas State on the 11th, in which... That can be an interesting one because Kansas State has pulled off some upsets and Kansas State was ranked at one point as well. And so Kansas State should be a good game for them to play for sure. Okay, let's go to number 16 ranked Duke, who is 14 and 1. And they just played against Wake Forest and they won by 10, 60 to 50. Um, overall for Duke, uh, Celeste Taylor had a great game. She had 18 points along with four three-pointers. And then uh, Richardson and Balagoon both had 12 points, and Balagoon also had 10 rebounds in there. And then after that, uh, almost everybody except for one player that came in the game scored. Uh, Duke always shoots the ball so well, so consistent. Um, but they shot 44% from the field and then 42% from the three-point line. 
They did have 19 turnovers, which is surprising from them because normally they play a pretty clean game. Um, but I think that's what kept Wake Forest in the game a little bit was some of Duke's turnovers. So on the 12th, they play against Clemson, who is 11-6. and six. I do see them getting another win off of this, but I don't want to jinx them. So um, that should be a good game for them. At number 17, we have Michigan, who is 13-3. and three. Michigan did drop after did drop after they just lost to uh, number sixteen ranked Iowa, and for Michigan in this game against Iowa, which they lost by nine ninety four to eighty five, uh, L Layla L Brown had twenty points and six assists. She played really well, and then Felia had sixteen, and Kaiser uh, Emily Kaiser had nineteen points, six rebounds, seven assists, and off the bench Jay Hobbs had twelve points. Um, Michigan did shoot well, 50% from the field and 43% from the three-point line. Um, they did have 15 turnovers. I just think Iowa outshot them in this game, which is crazy to say with those uh, numbers, but Iowa did just outshoot them this game. Their next game, they play against a tough Purdue team who is 11-4. and four. And then looking ahead on uh, the 23rd, they play against number 6 Indiana. On the 26th, they play against number 9 Maryland. So... I know they're definitely looking ahead to those games, so they're looking for some good wins right now. At number 18, we have Baylor, who is 12-3. They just had a great win over number 21, Kansas, 75-62. to And I was surprised this game wasn't a little bit closer, personally, but Baylor played outstanding. Um, Andrews had 27 points. And then uh, Little Page had 17 points and 13 rebounds. Bickle had 12 points and 12 rebounds. Asbury had 11 points. They shot 44% from the field, 36% from three. Um, And they had 19 turnovers overall. But playing against a ranked team and then beating them by 13. And with it being, with them being, with uh, Baylor and Kansas being this close in the rankings, 23 and 21. Uh, this was definitely a great win for Baylor because I feel like if they would have lost this game, they would have definitely dropped out of the rankings. Um, and then I already went over this game in a previous podcast, but then in the game before that. Okay, so I'm not sure where this left off because the podcast ended up cutting out on me. Um, but I'll start back from where I said in for Baylor playing against another ranked opponent before this game, number 17, Oklahoma, and winning by 11. That was great, and that was a big win for them. So coming up for them, they play against Oklahoma State on the 11th, and that should be a good game. That's on ESPN+. Plus. So make sure you tune into that one. Baylor's playing some good basketball right now. At number 19, we have Oklahoma, who is 12-2. Obviously, they just played well against Iowa State, which they got the win by three points. And for Oklahoma, um, Lanusa has been playing really well for them. She had 23 points and four three-pointers. And then Vaughn off the bench had 13 points and eight rebounds. And Tot, who is <laughs> – that's funny. Some people call me Tot, actually. But uh, N. Tot had 13 points and five rebounds. Um, Oklahoma didn't shoot very well this game, 39% from the field, 33% from three, but they did pull off the win, which is what matters the most, especially against a team like uh, Iowa State. So next they play on the 11th, they're playing against Texas Tech, which is a tough team, and then they're overlooking that game, and they play against number 23, Kansas, on the 14th. So two tough games looking ahead for them. 
At number 20, we have Gonzaga at 16-2. and two. Um, Gonzaga has been playing really well, but then again, um, they are playing in a decently easy conference for them. Um, the, right now, their most recent game was against Sa- Santa Clara, which they won 78-61. to 61. Um, For Gonzaga, almost everybody scored in this game. My goodness. No, everybody that got in the game scored, but... B. Maxwell had 17.6 rebounds. Um, y. Ejim had 16 points, 12 rebounds. Uh, Truong had 15 points, 7 assists. M. Williams had 13 points. And they shot the ball 42% from field, 34% from the three-point line. Overall, they shot, shot really well. And they also went 15 of 16 from the three-point line, uh, from the free throw line, 93.6%. Their next game, they play against Portland on the 14th. So they got a nice break for them. At number 21, we have Oregon, who is 12 and 4. Oregon did drop a. Wait, hang on. What is this ranking? 21? Yes, Oregon did just drop a little bit since they lost to Arizona um, by 8. They. Uh, for Oregon. Um, Tahina, or I'm sorry, Grace Van Sluen play, had 18 points in this game. And then Andaya Rogers and Tahina Pow Pow both had 17 points. And then Kai had 6 points and 10 rebounds. And that was about it for them. And then Chance Gray had 10 points as well. But um, they shot the ball well, 52% from the field, 31% from the three-point line. And they did have 20 turnovers, though, in which those 20 definitely did hurt them going against Arizona. So definitely clean those up a bit. And it would have been um, Oregon could have potentially had that game. Okay, their next game is Friday the 13th, and they play against Washington, who is 9 and 5 right now. At number 22, we have North Carolina, who is 10 and 5. Um, they just beat Notre Dame, which is why they are still ranked, because before that, they just lost to Miami as well. Um, but when they played against North Carolina, they obviously won by 10, which is what's keeping them ranked right now. Um, but in this game, uh, Paulina Paris, I have been so impressed by her. I love watching her play. Um, off the bench, she had 16 points, and then Deja Kelly had 14 points. Alyssa Usby had at nine point, or I'm sorry, Alyssa Usby had 12 points. Um, overall, the North, North Carolina played a great game, um, and Notre Dame did not play a good game. And so um, North Carolina, uh, it's fun watching them play because they have a lot of guard play, and they attack the basket, and they kick, they drive and kick so well. Um, so, yeah, and then their next game is on uh, Thursday the 12th. They play against Virginia, which that should be a tough one. And then right after that, on the 15th, they play against number 11, NC State. And then right after that, on the 19th, they play against number 16, Duke. So they got three really tough games ahead of them. And I wouldn't be surprised if they drop out of the rankings with any of with it, if they lose to any of those teams. Okay, at number 23, we have um, at number 23 we have Kansas at who is 12 and two. They did just lose to Baylor, 75 to 62. Um, in this game for Kansas, uh, Mayberry had 19 points, and then Kurzgeiser had uh, 11 points, and so did Prater, and Jackson had 8 points and 8 rebounds. They shot the 3 ball well, but they did only shoot 10 threes, um, but they shot 5 from 10, 50%, and then from the field goal, 
Uh, from the field, they shot 39.7%. For the Jayhawks, they did have 18 turnovers, but I just think that their game plan, because they don't shoot many threes as a team in general, so um, with Baylor being so big on the interior, I think it was just tough for them to get some of the shots that they wanted in this game. Their next game, which is tonight, actually, they play against Texas. And then on the 14th, they play against number 19, Oklahoma, which that should be a really great game to watch. At number 24, we finally have Illinois, who's ranked, who is 14-3. and three. Um, They did just lose to Ohio State, but they kept it right there. Um, and in this game, Illinois looked really impressive, but... Bostic had 27 points and 15 rebounds. Uh, Genesis Bryant had 20 points. M. Cook had 12 points and 8 assists. Uh, Shupil had 10 points. I think that Illinois definitely played a great game in this one. And um, they just fell short of Ohio State. But Ohio State is so tough to beat right now. Um, but Illinois played incredibly well. And their next game, they play against Minnesota, who is eight and eight, and then which is on the fifteenth, and then right after that, they play on the eighteenth against number six Indiana, which that should be a tough one for them. At number twenty-five, we have Villanova, who is fourteen and three, and they've been playing some great basketball. They just beat Butler sixty-eight to fifty-eight. Um, and I have to tell you, Maddie Segrist is impressive. She has been playing so well. She had 36 points and 13 rebounds in this game. And then outside of that, Burke had 13 points. And then that was about it. But I have to say, Segrist has been so impressive for Villanova. Um, for Villanova, they're playing against DePaul on the 11th. And then on the 14th, they play against St. John's, which should be a tough one. So that's the top 25 rankings as of right now for this week. Other teams that are that received votes was Arkansas. Um, they've been playing well, as well as Middle Tennessee, St. John's, Miami, South Florida, and Seton Hall. So overall, um, lots of good teams right now. Um, dropped from the rankings. So the teams that did drop out of the rankings were St. John's, who was ranked number 24, and then Creighton, who was ranked number 25. I was telling you guys, Creighton was going to drop out sooner rather than later just because of um, everything. But that is all I have for you for the top 25 rankings so far. Um, it had... Uh, oh, my goodness. Um... The top 25 is always so fun to go over with with you guys. And I just, I don't know. Yeah. Um, there was also an article that came out about UConn and the St. John's game. Um, okay, this is why. So UConn just had a, they just had a game against DePaul that was supposed to happen on the day of a bunch of games and they this game got postponed i wasn't sure why but i finally figured out found out why um this game had to be postponed because they because uconn didn't have the big east minimum of seven players avail uh seven scholarship players available to play so this is why they had to postpone the uconn de paul game 
and which that will end up being made up later. But they should be okay to play against St. John's. Um, the news announced by the program Monday means at least one of Azifud, Aliyah Edwards, Ducharme, or Patterson will be able to sit. Uh, will be able to suit up this week. Um, UConn didn't specify which players, which player or players were healthy. Um, but overall, that's they are going to be able to play this week against St. John's. Um, I did not actually know that 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 was the biggest reason why they couldn't suit up, but makes sense now. So that is all I had for you guys today. That was a lot, and that was a fun one too. Um, I really enjoyed this new microphone as well. That was fun to to this podcast with. So I appreciate everybody tuning in today. And uh, make sure you share this podcast with your friends. And I know you also make sure you follow my social media pages um, on Twitter and on Instagram. The Tatiana Harness Podcast is all you have to search up and, and it should pop up. And on Twitter, when there's a lot of games going on, I do tweet like... Uh, I try to go back and forth between all the games as much as possible, but I tweet like updates and players that are doing well, stuff like that. So make sure on games of big days with ranked teams, you follow my Twitter page. So that's all I have for you guys today. I appreciate everybody tuning in and that wraps up episode 107 of the Tatiana Harness podcast.